Welcome to the Association of Schools Advancing Health Professions, a leading source for interprofessional collaboration to improve health. Useful insights about publishing in this organization's Journal of Allied Health can be found in a top podcast series featuring episodes narrated by its editor, Dr. Thomas Elwood. Listeners not only will obtain valuable information about transformational developments in the wider world of journal publications, but also views on peer review and reasons why manuscripts either are accepted or rejected. So listen, learn, and enjoy. Welcome to a series of podcasts based on editorials that were published between 2008 and 2020 in the Journal of Allied Health. These items are a companion piece to a book in both print and ebook formats that is entitled From Fish to Philosopher. The editorials represent an effort to convey how the journal continues to evolve from one quarterly issue to the next by reflecting changing sets of circumstances during that time period. The intended audience consists of prospective authors who consider submitting manuscripts to the Journal of Allied Health. They will have an opportunity to learn about some inner workings of this publication. A second group comprises readers and listeners with a broad interest in the universe of professional periodicals who may benefit by learning more about various topics such as open access, impact factors, gender-related issues, predatory journals, and replicability. Episode 32, Spring 2018 Issue, Trends in Research and Publication, Global Impact. Each year, the Journal of Allied Health is successful in attracting approximately 20% of article submissions from other nations, primarily from Europe, the Middle East, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. The year 2018 began with manuscripts arriving from Korea, Malaysia, and Japan, which represents the first time that interest in this publication resulted in submissions from Asian countries. This development is gratifying in many ways because it signifies the utility and importance of obtaining viewpoints from other lands in ways that enhance the understanding of American educators and clinicians about common issues and challenges involving the preparation of a highly competent health workforce. A second reason is that a lot of competition exists in the world of periodicals in the health sciences. Not a week goes by without your editor receiving an invitation from another publication to submit a manuscript, which suggests that some periodicals may be experiencing difficulty in attracting enough papers. The Journal of Allied Health does not face this problem, and each year there is growth in the number of unsolicited articles submitted. A report in the January 25, 2018 issue of the periodical Nature indicates that for the first time China has overtaken the United States as measured by the total number of science publications, according to statistics compiled by the U.S. National Science Foundation. The agency's report, which was released one week earlier, documents the United States' increasing competition from China and other developing countries that are increasing their investments in science and technology. The shifting landscape is evident insofar as China published more than 426,000 studies in 2016, or 18.6% of the total documented in Elsevier's Scopus database 
which compares with nearly 409,000 by the United States. Nonetheless, the report suggests that the United States remains a scientific powerhouse that continues producing high-profile research, attracting international students, and translating science into valuable intellectual property. Apart from any numerical comparisons, the primary focus should be on the quality of what is being published, rather than the sheer volume. Publication Experiments An upcoming conference issue in the Journal of Accounting Research will include only papers that were accepted before the authors knew what their results would be. The review of financial studies is breaking similar ground in the business domain. This approach, known as registered reports, differs quite dramatically from the traditional academic publication process, in which papers are either published or rejected based on their results. Interest in conducting journal business in this manner represents a reaction to situations in which it has proven to be highly difficult to replicate the findings portrayed in many articles that appear in the psychological science professional literature. One reason for a low rate of reproducibility is that significant differences in methodology may occur from one study to the next. Published manuscripts represent a corpus of knowledge from which other investigators and practitioners may learn something new that possibly can be applied under other conditions. Unknown, for example, are extents to which articles that appear in the Journal of Allied Health influence education and practice in different settings. Given the nature of research, with all the limitations that it entails, example, sample design, such as cross-sectional studies that do not make it possible to infer causality, participant response rate, kinds of questions asked, and differences among population subgroups studied, the results of certain investigations may not lend themselves to practical applications elsewhere. Whose paper is it? The nature of authorship can pose some interesting questions, one of which is whose name should be listed first, particularly when more than one individual contributed equally to whatever article is submitted for publication. A related question is the number of co-authors whose names should be included. When hundreds of names appear as having been involved in writing a paper, credibility is strained. Although there may not be any hard and fast standard, once the number six is reached, it is worth inquiring what exactly the role was of each individual whose name appears among the credits. A study published in the journal Academic Medicine investigated what leading authors consider appropriate criteria for authorship and how often these criteria are ignored. Although the sample was comparatively small, with a 56% response rate, 51.2% had experienced unethical pressure regarding authorship order. 34.9% had not been included as authors when they qualified, and 58.1% had seen authors included who did not qualify. A slight majority, 58.1%, correctly identified authorship standards widely adopted by biomedical journals. Despite widely disseminated authorship criteria, the findings suggest that offering authorship to those who do not qualify, or arguably worse, excluding those who should have been included, remains a common practice. 
The authors offer strategies to scholars, editors, and tenure and promotion committees to combat these practices. Also noted is that health professions education is a relatively new field of scientific inquiry in which scholars from various disciplines collaborate, including clinical, basic, and social sciences, as well as education and the humanities. While this diverse group of experts contributes a rich array of perspectives and methodologies to health professions education, they also bring the customs and traditions of their respective fields, potentially resulting in conflicting views of who qualifies for authorship. This editorial has one reference. The lead author, I'm going to spell the surname, U-I-J-T-D-E-H-A-A-G-E. Whose paper is it anyway? Authorship criteria according to established scholars in health professions education. It appeared in the journal Academic Medicine, January 30, 2018. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more about the Association of Schools Advancing Health Professions at ASAHP.org.